Hey, this is Phil Lamar. And this is also Phil Lamar. And you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Thursday, kind of, because we're playing Double Up Catch-Up, and we're going to talk some history. All week, we've been celebrating the life of Samuel L. Jackson. He's awesome. I mean, there's really no other way to say it. He's everybody's favorite actor. He really just has this commanding presence whenever he's in the room, uh, whether it's in... TV or film or even commercials like his right now it's Christmas time and there's a Capital One commercial where John Travolta is Santa and Sam Jackson is like hey Santa blah 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 Capital One am I on the am I off the naughty list and John Travolta Santa's like are you off the naughty words and he just Sam Jackson has this look as he's wearing a Royale with t-shirt it's amazing I'm not normally um commercial advertisement person but it's really good it's really awesome but today we're going to talk about the life and times of samuel l jackson you know where he came from where he how he got here and where he's he is at now uh the l in samuel l jackson stands for leroy so he's samuel leroy jackson he's born december 21st 1948 in washington dc um he's an only child and not too long after he was born, his family moved to Chattanooga, Tennessee. His dad would leave and move to Kansas City, Missouri. And Jackson, Sam only met him like twice in his whole life because his dad would die of alcoholism later on. So his mom is the one who, who raised him. And his mom had a, a few different jobs growing up. She was a factory worker. Um, she was a supplies buyer in a mental institution. So that allowed Sam to be exposed to a, a lot of lot of things. Um, while she was working and stuff, her, her parents, his grandparents, also helped raise him and stuff. So, you know, really comes from a, a solid family background. And that's something that he's into, like his, his family, his background and everything. He did a, a DNA test. I don't remember which one it was. But he found out that he actually descends from uh, the Benga people in Gabon, where he's a citizen now. Last year, 2019, he became a citizen. So that's kind of cool. Um, growing up, you know, in the 50s and things, he was in a lot of segregated schools um, during, you know, all the civil rights movements and stuff. And, well, he did something really cool later on, we'll get into in a minute. But, Growing up, you know, he played piccolo and trumpet and French horn and flute in his schools. Uh, So pretty well-rounded, well-versed. I think one of the coolest facts about Sam Jackson that most people know at this point is that he had a stuttering problem. He just had problems talking, kind of like that right there. But to overcome it, he would act. He would pretend to be other people. And most famously, he uses the mother effer term to get over his stuttering. And that's where it comes from. 
he's said that his role in Kingsman is probably like closest to his original voice and cadence and stuff when he was a kid. So that's that's kind of interesting. Uh, I think it's pretty pretty cool. He was going to be a marine biologist, but he got in to a local acting group and just fell in love when he was in college and switched um, to the point where he even founded the Just Us Theater at Morehouse College in Atlanta, Georgia. So that that's pretty cool. Uh, that that was later on. That was seventy two. If we go back to nineteen sixty eight, it's when Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated, and Jackson was in Atlanta, and he actually was an usher at Dr. King's funeral. You know, helping guide people, and um, during that, he said, you know, he got to meet Sidney Poitier, he got to hear all these people sing and speak that he only dreamed of, so it really had a big influence on him, uh, and he got in, really involved in civil rights after that, he moved to Memphis, Tennessee, where he would be part of protest march and things, and um, he even took some people hostages, like the board of trustees at his college, who, funny enough, or not funny, I guess, Martin Luther King Sr. was on that. And so he took him hostage um, to implement some policy change and stuff. And it finally went through. But the whole group of them, they got unlawful confinement, which is a second-degree felony. And it suspended him from college, um, which which thinks. But he would, he would go back and he would finish college getting a bachelor's in drama. During his suspension, though, he moved out to L.A. and was a social worker for a little while. Um, and then, like I said, when he would go back for it, he when, when he went back to Georgia, he actually met his, uh, a, a bunch of people who were involved in the Black Panther Party, but he claims that he never got actively involved with it, that he just knew some of them. Uh, and he would actually move away. He he moved to L.A. because his mom, like, it's straight up Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Because the FBI was like, hey, lady, your kid's going to die if he stays here. Because he's getting falling in with the Black Panther. Um, and so his mom moved him off to L.A. And while he was there, he started doing acting and things, uh, theater and whatnot. He fell in pretty bad with alcohol and cocaine. Uh, to the point where it kept him from getting roles because he was just so down and out of everything. And But people still saw potential in him. Like Morgan Freeman kind of took him under his wing and was a mentor to him. Then in the 90s, he got plugged in with Spike Lee. And, you know, end of the 90s, he got did school days and do the right thing. He was also Bill Cosby's stand-in on The Cosby Show. So that's pretty cool. It was also in the 80s that he'd meet his wife, uh, Latanya Richardson, and they're still married. So that's like 50, 40 years of marriage. Con happy, congratulations. Happy anniversary. Um, I, I don't know exactly when you were married. I just 1980 is what I found. But uh, then in the 90s is when he really kind of got, started getting bigger and bigger. You know, he was in Goodfellas, but... By this point in his life, he'd actually OD'd on heroin. He, that's how bad he got in drugs. And so he stopped doing heroin. 
and went to rehab and everything. And ironically enough, when he got out, he was in jungle fever and played a crack addict. So that was something kind of um, cathartic for him that he said, you know, just helped him move on and everything. He did so well in it that in 1991, Cannes created a special supporting actor award just to give him. They didn't have a supporting actor before that. And so they were like, you know what? This guy's doing so well. We're going to do this. And then, you know, Jurassic Park, Pulp Fiction that we talked about, all of those. Uh, during the 90s, it's funny, there's a, a quote I found from Sam Jackson where he says, quote, Casting black actors is still strange for Hollywood. Denzel gets the offer first, then it's Danny Glover, Forrest Whitaker, and Wesley Snipes. Right now, I'm the next one on the list, end quote. That was 1993. So, you know, it's a, a weird hierarchy um, uh, that if they needed black actors, that was they just kind of went down the list, and unfortunately, that was was true. But you know, he kept working, kept doing all sorts of stuff. I didn't realize till this today's show that he's done five movies with Bruce Willis. You know, we were talking Pulp Fiction and things, but he did Loaded Weapon, Pulp Fiction, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Unbreakable, and Glass, all with Bruce Willis. So I don't know if they're like buddies or what but just kind of interesting to to think about you know when actors team up a lot it, I, I don't know um sam you know he has his hollywood walk of fame he got that back in 2000 in 2006 he got a hand and footprint at uh grumman's chinese theater and he was only the seventh african-american to get that ceremony so that's pretty impressive the guy you know he's always been on the forefront, you know, going back to the 60s of civil rights and equality and everything. That's that's really neat. Um, he is, like we talked about, one of the highest grossing actors of all time. Uh, Frank Welker kind of edges out of him sometimes because Frank Welker does random voices and things. I actually just watched an episode of Teen Titans Go where they cross over with Scooby-Doo and Frank Welker, by name, is one of the features of the show so it's it's kind of cool um he does a lot of charity stuff you know back in 2008 he campaigned for obama um he does a lot with alzheimer's disease and testicular cancer he just so so many things you know sam jackson really is uh an amazing man you know he's an amazing actor but more so he's an amazing human being and i really think that the world is a better place for having him in in it and he, he's awesome. You know, all, all of his movies, we sit here and name, I mean, Coming to America is great. All the Tarantino, all the Marvel, all the Bruce Willis ones, uh, anything, the Spike Lee ones, all of them. So, so, so good. Let me know which one's your favorite, though. You can let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever. Just look for The Night Nerd. And when you're out there, if you have a chance and you would like to and you can, please check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash The Night Nerd. Lots of great shows, cover movies books, TV, all sorts of things. If you have questions, comments, concerns, though, you can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com, and follow me on Twitch at nightnerdpodcast. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. But you can't hide. Nobody gets out alive. Nobody.